Welcome to the Direct Response Marketing Magic Podcast. Seth Green is a five-time best-selling author, speaker, and nationally recognized direct response marketing expert who is CEO of one of the fastest-growing direct response marketing firms in the country. To get free access to a download of his new book, Podcast Marketing Magic, and a free live training webinar that will show you how you can use a podcast to attract new customers and referrals like magic, simply register at www.ultimatemarketingmagician.com. On the podcast, Seth brings together some of the most cutting-edge thought leaders in the world to share with you how they grow their businesses and how you can too. And now, here's your host, Seth Green. My name is Ella Green. The best marketing guy is my dad. First, he helps people with with marketing magic. Next, if you need marketing help, he will help you. Finally, if he is a mad marketer, my dad is the best. Welcome to the Direct Response Podcast. This is your host, Seth Green. Today, I have the good fortune to be interviewing John Dwyer from the Institute of WOW. John, known as JD, is a marketing enigma. When it comes to creating sales for small businesses, his thinking is refreshingly unconventional. John preaches in the sea of sameness in your industry, you need to stand out like a beacon. And the best way to do that is by using wow factor marketing techniques, and that's what we're going to talk about today. John, thank you so much for joining us. My pleasure, Seth. Great. Let's go back in time a little bit. Um, what? How did you get started? Uh, look, I, uh, I'm in my, my late 50s now, so I've been in this game for quite a while. Uh, but I first got started um, in an advertising agency. And uh, for those listeners who are familiar with ad agencies, um, they're normally concentrating on brand building rather than instant sales. And so therefore, I, I got to see what happened on the other side of the fence. And uh, I left the advertising agency and set up my own uh, direct response marketing agency in my 20s. And since then, pretty much that's what I've done. I've had a number of businesses. I've bought and sold some of them. And the one that I have at the moment is called the Institute of WOW. And I think it's probably best, Seth, to just highlight to people that the difference between what most advertising agencies would tell you to do and and what I would tell you to do if you own a business is that they will say to you, look, get people to fall in love with your brand and then they will taste your product. Mine is the reverse to that. I get them to taste your product so that they will fall in love with your brand. That is a huge difference right there, of course. What do you wish you knew when you started that you know now? (laughs) <laughs> oh boy, I could keep you. I, I, I could, I could uh, a list as long as my arm. Um, I think probably um, the word measurability comes to mind, Seth. The thing that frustrates me with a lot of um, advertising agencies is that they will tell you when you when when you run a campaign and it hasn't worked for you. Doesn't matter whether it's online or whether it's offline. They will say to you, "Oh, look, don't worry about it. You're um, you're getting your name out there. You're building your brand." 
And I always say, well, try and tell that to the kids around the dinner table tonight when they've got no food on the table. <laughs> um, I, I really do believe that measurability is the word that I wish I had known in my early days because I was silly. Um, like so many people I believe today, I was silly enough to think that when a campaign didn't work, oh, I was still getting my name out there. And I'm afraid that just doesn't cut it in this day and age. You're absolutely right. What does cut it? Well, um, look, Seth, I, I think it might be worth just mentioning to you. I've got a, a system which um, I advocate to clients, and it's got uh, five major components to it. And really what I say to people is that you need to, number one, you need to find your most profitable customer or determine who your most profitable customer is and, and simply look for more people who look like him. Number two, you need to have a wow factor to take their eyes off the price. And uh, I often say to people that McDonald's are probably one of the best examples of that. Um, I happen to be the father of six children, and um, they're too old for Happy Meal uh, McDonald's meals now because they're 18 into their 20s. But at one stage, my wife and myself had six children under 12, and uh, we spent about $6 billion on McDonald's Happy Meals uh, just to keep them quiet in the back of the car with the free toy. And I couldn't tell you what a Happy Meal cost. So what McDonald's were being clever enough to do over all of these decades is to take our eyes off the price. And, of course, the wow factor being the Disney toy was the thing that sold the product. And I really do say to people, look, when you're putting together a marketing plan, if you don't have an iPhone, which has an organic wow factor in it, because I'm sure that Apple probably don't need my assistance. They're the only ones with the iPhone. If you've got a wheelbarrow or you've got a motor car or you've got a widget of any sort that's very much the same as your competitors, then you're going to have to dream up an artificial wow factor like McDonald's to make sure you sat out. Absolutely. What would be, other than the Disney toy, for a quote-unquote regular business? I know you've got some incredible case studies of clients you've achieved incredible results for. What's an example of how a wow factor, what is a wow factor and how would it work? Good. Yeah, look, um, good question. Um, uh, I have a, a, I had a client for a dozen years up until uh, a couple of years ago. I moved on and, 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 and decided to go down the seminar circuit, which I do now, where I, I actually invite businesses to come into one of my events and then I teach them this wow factor marketing and then of course um, offer them the opportunity to go further if they like. So therefore I gave this particular client away because they were a private client and I didn't have time to continue um, you know, servicing them but they were a bank in Australia, um, a relatively modest sized bank compared to the big ones and um, around about a dozen years ago I said to them, listen, you're in the business of selling home loans and you're being a little bit silly because you're just marketing it on price. Now, every bank markets their home loans on price. They will tell you that it's, you know, at the moment, 2.1% you know, interest rate or whatever time period they're in, it will be X percent interest rate. And I said, look, why don't you take your eyes off the price and why don't you give them a free vacation? And uh, we basically funded the free vacation by stopping what they had at the time, which was a honeymoon rate. A lot of banks offer people a home loan let's say it was 5%. They offered it to you for 4% for the first 12 months, and then, of course, it jumps back up to 5% after 12 months. And so, therefore, we took that 1% honeymoon rate discount and we put it into a free vacation, and we had a campaign which said, look, get a free... Uh, sorry, get a home loan and get a free holiday. We call vacations in Australia holidays. So get a free... Get a home loan, get a free holiday. Uh, and what happened, Seth, is that the uh, three months into that campaign, we had doubled their home loans, and 18 months into that campaign, we had tripled their home loans. We're talking billions of dollars, not, not millions or not tens of millions. We're talking billions of dollars because we took the customer's eyes off the interest rate, in other words, off the price and onto the wow factor.
That is absolutely incredible. On the flip side, what have been some of the campaigns you've seen where the client didn't listen or it, it, it didn't work and they managed to screw it up? Well, let me just say this is a great question because after I left uh, consulting to this particular bank, it was called the Greater Building Society. It was, I mean, it's a financial institution like a bank, but it's called a, a building society. Two years ago, I just said to them, look, I, and, and if you don't mind me name dropping here, Seth, in the last few years of my association with this bank, in the last few years, uh, my association with that, uh, that, that, that bank, I ended up getting Jerry Seinfeld to be their spokesman. And we took that wow factor to another level. We put a wow factor on top of a wow factor, if you like. And that just took their business to a whole new level. The, the, the point is, Jerry Seinfeld then came on television and said, listen, if you get a you know, home loan from this particular bank, you will get a free vacation. And it just went through the roof. What happened is that when I left the building society two years ago, guess what? The marketing manager who came in uh, decided that they would give up the free vacation offer and they'd go back to marketing on price. And I believe at the moment, because I just spoke to their general manager recently, I believe at the moment they're struggling to get three quarters of their budget because they've gone back into the gladiator pit offering home loans on price. Wow. See, they should have kept you around. <laughs> well, look, they wanted to. I, I know it sounds very boastful of me to say this, but after I had pulled off the coup of getting Jerry Seinfeld to be spokesman for their, um, you know, for their home loans and for their bank, um, I had to come backwards and forwards to New York, backwards and forwards all the time, because Jerry did all of the advertising for us in New York. And it was getting a little bit um, stressful. I'm not saying for a moment it wasn't great fun, and it's terrific to have on your resume that you worked with Jerry Seinfeld, but I wanted to move on and do other things. So a couple of years ago, I gave it away, but it was just ironic that um, no sooner had I walked away, the new person involved in marketing decided they'd go back to the old way, and of course, the old way just doesn't work. Absolutely. What do you like best about your business? Um, look, I think the the buzz I get most of all, Seth, is seeing businesses implement this um, direct response style marketing and get some pretty stunning results out of it because most of the clients I have um, these days are small to medium-sized businesses who can't afford to uh, spend a lot of money on marketing. And so, therefore, what they want is $2 for every dollar that they spend. And I think they've been probably ripped off and... Uh, you know, spend a lot of money on silly things like sponsorships and in their sales. I get a buzz out of that. With all the success you've achieved, what, with all the success you've achieved, what's your biggest challenge now? I think the biggest uh, challenge that I have is um, continuing to be on the cutting edge um, in the online world, uh, Seth, because things are changing so quickly. Uh, one minute it's Facebook, the next minute you know, it's Instagram, the next minute <laughs> it's something else, and so therefore. It's a matter of keeping, um, I guess, at the cutting edge with regards to uh, communications because the wonderful thing is, of course, the online world that we live in now gives even small businesses the opportunity to um, look like big businesses. As you know, Seth, I mean, it doesn't matter what size business you are now, you can look like a big business online. So I think the thing is, is that the, the challenge that we all have, not just me, is making sure that we keep on the cutting edge with regards to new communications. Absolutely. And how do you stay on top of all of that? Well, look, you know, this sounds self-serving when I say this, um, but it's, it's a matter of actually continuing to um, educate yourself and to invest in yourself. And I, I know that sounds self-serving because obviously I'm a marketing business coach, and so therefore I encourage businesses to you know, join my coaching programs. But 
the way I stay on top of it is I do exactly what I preach. I actually join other coaching programs. In fact, um, at this very moment, um, I'm in the US um, going to Phoenix because I'm a member of a uh, particular mastermind group uh, where we get together uh, a few times throughout the year and swap ideas. And I think that's important for small business owners. Try and find, and, and I'm not talking about the Chamber of Commerce. I think the Chamber of Commerce is nice, but it's unlikely that you're going to, you know, walk away with a gazillion dollar ideas from your Chamber of Commerce meetings on a Tuesday morning. You need to look for mentors and for uh, groups of people who have, I think, you know, business owners from a wide variety of industries who are paying to be there because if they're paying to be there it means that you're probably going to be mixing with people who have got half a clue of what to do that makes a lot of sense i know that you uh in addition to mastermind you're a voracious learner what are three of the best books you've ever read that have had the most impact on your work um look i must say that one stands out um i don't know that um i would choose yeah maybe three off the top of my head but i mean one stands out i know once again it's probably because he um he sings from the same hymn book as I do, and that is Seth Godin's um, uh, Purple Cow. And I'm sure that many of your listeners who um, are owners of their business would probably say that that's a pretty influential book. Um, they, um, I mean, you, you, obviously you share his first name, but you're very familiar with that book, aren't you? Yes, it's a great, it's on my shelf. Great book. Yeah, look, I, I must say that that in itself is exactly the epitome of what I stand for, uh, and that is, is that uh, same is lame. If you're the same as all of your competitors, then really be prepared to look invisible because really at the end of the day, unless you do stand out like the purple cow, there's a very, very strong chance that um, you're going to be in a sea of sameness. And um, if you don't mind, that's one thing I did want to mention to you is that um, of those five components that I mentioned uh, were very important in my marketing mantra, I got to mention to you the one about, you know, identifying your most profitable customer and then, you know, looking for more people who look like him or her. And I did mention the wow factor, McDonald's Happy Meal toy and so forth. But there's three others. Do you mind if I just quickly mention those two? Because I think Please it might be right beneficial to your listeners. Look, number three is use a problem solution scenario in your marketing. And the Neurofan headache tablet company does that very well. They show their TV commercials, uh, a lady coming home from work and she's got a headache. And the kids are running around the kitchen like crazy. Uh, she takes a Nurofen headache tablet, and before you know it, she's got lipstick and she's looking very much more attractive. And the kids are well behaved. So it's all about problem solution. Try and determine what the problem is that your uh, prospective client might have, and then provide them with the solution. And number four of that five uh, points that I have in with regards to you know telling businesses what they should be doing with marketing is fix your website. Because I, I have to say to you, Seth, is that the hundreds and hundreds of businesses that I come in contact with, very, very few of them have a website which has the direct response components that, that's needed. And they have a website that's a lovely information portal, but they don't have on their homepage uh, a, a problem solution headline. They don't have a welcome video. They don't have um, a, a data capture facility, which means like a free report so that you, know, you are capturing the names and contact details of people who come on your website and they don't have video testimonials. The thing that really freaks me out, to be honest with you, is that there are so many businesses that fail to recognize the absolute value, particularly on their homepage, not their testimonial page, but on their homepage of having two or three killer uh, video testimonials, because you'll find that a video testimonial will probably be about 100 times more powerful than a written one. And the fifth component of that five steps is just uh, repetitive trade, and that is not many people really 
put together a loyalty or reward scheme these days if they're a small to medium sized business. And I advocate that really what you want to do is you don't want a customer once, you want them to return over and over again. So take a leaf out of the local cafe who gives you a little membership card and when you get nine stamps for nine copies, they give you the 10th copy for free. Do that for your business, online or offline. Create a loyalty program of some sort where you actually are rewarding people for repetitively spending with you. That makes great sense, great recommendations. Fascinating interview. Where can our listeners go to learn more about you and learn about creating their own WOW experience in their business? Well, thank you very much, Seth, for letting me put a plug in. Thank you. <laughs> um, my business is uh, theinstituteofwow.com. So if anybody wants to go to that website, theinstituteofwow.com, you'll see not only a lot of my mantra on there, but there's a whole bunch of case studies there that you can swipe. I'm more than happy for anybody. I'm not asking for any money for it or investment. If you go to the instituteofwow.com, um, you will see there's a whole bunch of case studies um, that have happened over many years that you can just simply have a look at. And if there's any ideas there that you might like to swipe for your business, go right ahead. And I don't know whether or not, Seth, um, uh, you have many listeners in the Los Angeles region, but I, I do have an event next week in the Los Angeles region. Uh, would you like me to give you the URL for details on that? Absolutely. Terrific, mate. Well, it's on Wednesday, June 1, um, so therefore it's only around the corner, and it's at Santa Monica, and it's a one-day seminar where I will be teaching business owners exactly what we've just been talking about, and it's free for your listeners. I've actually created a URL for your listeners so that they can get a free ticket. Uh, tickets are normally $47, but we'll give uh, your listeners free tickets, and all they need to do is go to wowmybusiness.com, and the, all the details of the Wednesday, 1st of June uh, event are there and there's a free ticket. So it's wowmybusiness.com. All right. This has been Seth Green with John Dwyer of the Institute of Wow and wowmybusiness.com. John, everybody, thank you for listening. John, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you very much, Seth. My pleasure. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.